Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins. Back after a couple weeks, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Weekly, you can check us out at allaccessmma.com. Check out allaccessmma.com for our video podcast and MMA news and stories. Ed, held down the fort a couple weeks ago. Last week, the uh, beautiful state of California shut down the power on me. Yeah, uh, I put right a tweet out the there. Yeah, I know. It was literally like five minutes before we we're going to start recording. I'm glad you made it out of there. I know you're still hot as balls, but at least you're uh, you got power and some sort of AC. Yeah, I'm surviving. That's what's how, all, all about these days. How about the mascot? Mascot's passed out on the ground after <laughs> a long, right. long day of daycare. So, um, yeah, no, uh, good to be back. Did you get to back watch in- uh, one one on Amazon Prime? I did. I did. Uh, I liked it. Enjoyed it. Uh, I watched it when I was in out of town. Um, didn't see the whole card. I caught the last, I think, three fights. Uh, nice movie tie knockout. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Mighty Mouse. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've been a critic of Mighty Mouse. I know that that sounds crazy. And everybody, you know, he's on most people's big pound for pound list. He was on the generation of 125ers I wasn't real fond of. Probably mainly uh, because of his domination. Yeah. Um, I don't think he beats that guy in a trilogy. If I'm being honest, I think Marias, uh takes the trilogy and I, th- I thought he was actually winning this fight up until maybe it was started to swing it mm. certainly started to swing maybe the round prior um but that doesn't but he's also huge he's more of a bantam weight than a yeah uh, than a uh, that's why it's such a big win to me i mean and oh it was his, huge the, the his, finish his strategy everything. was something out of justin gaethje's book whereas he kind of like takes takes some damage to give some damage i mean but he kind of had to but uh, i like what they're doing um folks know we, we have an amazon prime uh, affiliate uh link on our, on all our stuff so if you haven't signed up for prime and want to watch the next card which is september 30th make sure you click on the links it'll be all over spotify and youtube and everything if you want to check out the next card if you're new to one definitely want to get down with it because we like what they're putting th- we're picking up what they're putting down <laughs> and if we're if we're giving cage G- gagey credit for the let him hit me strategy that was actually <laughs> kevin kevin rosier ufc one uh after, well yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. after his after his uh when he uh his strategy they asked him his strategy and he said his strategy was to let him punch out hitting me so uh yeah you know then emmanuel yarborough from ufc3 his strategy also was let him hit me ended up not working great for those guys in the yeah. long run but doesn't uh, always work <laughs> sometimes it's, it's all the only option you have yeah but uh but uh, yeah masterful performance by mighty mouse pulling it out obviously like i said he was he was uh getting beat a little early on, but uh, I like what they're doing. I see they got your boy DeRitter uh, headlining October, the, yeah. uh, the, the next prime card. So uh, the third one. Yeah. You know, we have no idea. We'll have no idea ever what their ratings are most likely, but uh, we, you know, I don't care if five people are watching as long as I'm one of them and they keep putting them you on know, TV. They have a very know? responsive uh, PR team. I should just ask them. I'm sure they would try to tell me something. I mean, I know Chachi likes to put out social numbers all the time, but. Like, like that's, 11 that's... billion views, dude. I can already, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they have the, the people, uh, there's a, there's quite a few of them, but they are, they're all, they don't take a long time to respond when, when there's questions asked or if you want like uh, content and images and stuff. So, um, let me write that down. So I don't forget, ask about one, ask about prime ratings. Um, the other thing that happened, uh, the week. I think it was the week you lost power that I really uh, feel like folks need your take on because you're, you're the you're the BKFC uh, flag bearer of the podcast. 
Um, Triller have completed their acquisition of BKFC. Um, yay or nay? Does that does that hurt or or help? Uh, the, I'm not the a brand. big fan of anybody buying anybody <laughs> because historically that just means that companies I like disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, but you know if, if we're being blunt about it, but um, you know. I, I, I like BKFC, what they're doing. I think they're putting on better fights. I think that they have better roster now than they've ever had. Um, I think the quality of fights roster, like I just said, I think the, the quality of the events, I think, is is on the up and up. Um, this will be four, after this weekend, they have BKFC 28, uh, headlined by Britton Hart, uh, mm-hmm. Britton Beltron, actually, um, as as they create a, a inaugural uh, title. Uh, she fights Carissa Sigala. It's another tough, uh, tough woman that I... I uh, saw a fight out in uh, Wichita. Um, I think that uh, I, if I'm being blunt, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about Triller. Triller's like a mystery to me, kind of like, I, I, I understand that they put on events and sometimes they're putting on events, but like the Trigon event or whatever that was, the, um, the, the one, the, the, whatever we had, triad uh, combat, they had, triad combat, they had yeah. yeah, triad with Metallica playing all that. There was a big scheduled list of events that was supposed to happen. And those all disappeared. Then, yeah. Um, I heard I some that, of the guys didn't get paid. There's some fighters that didn't get paid still. And it's just very, very, very fishy business with Triller. But um, but they have good. money, apparently. So I, whether they pay their fighters or not, that'll be that'll be probably the tipping point on whether they actually end up surviving. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because that's know, definitely yeah, sunk uh, another I don't know. I, I, thing. Like I said, I'm not a big fan. It's actually BKFC 29 this weekend, not 28 for anybody uh, big on the numbers of events. But uh, I. I um, I'm, I'm going to trust what they're doing right now because I do think they're getting better, and I do think they have to be uh, bigger players in the world of combat sports now. Uh, with the UFC and uh, one one all of a sudden a face now, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and then you know you got Bellator who's who's got a fairly big event coming up, which should get some eyeballs in about a month. Um, you know, well, it's wait and see for me. I got to see what this whole Triller thing is about still. Um, and, and then what they, how much they try to do right now, I don't see a big difference in the events from the last year or so when they got involved, mm. um, other than maybe a little bit more events. So maybe they took that, the triad combat thing and pushed some of that money towards BKFC. Um, you know, they're, they're signing guys, Josh, uh, Dodson just fought recently. Um, and, uh, I mean, he looked outstanding, got in a mm-hmm. first round knockout, looked lightning quick. You know, I mean, you're going to get the retreads, the guys that are, are kind of done with their MMA career. I think that that's the natural progression at this point of, of these guys that want to test some other kind of skill level. I think the real question will be when you can start signing the guys that choose you over the UFC as opposed to maybe mm. choosing you over Bellator or choosing you over, mm. you know, uh, a boxing event or something like that. So if, if they start signing the guys in their mid twenties who are kind of prime fighters, that's really what it's going to be. Mm. I, I think, I think you just got to start shelling out cash and, and, yeah. and, and well. you know, um, even the UFC had to go in the red for years um, in the early days to, to get to where they were. And that's how they took out pride. You go, mm-hmm. you basically, you know, you, you do it until you, you, you don't matter how negative you are. And then all of a sudden you, you pull out, but um, you know, I I'm just gonna have to kind of wait and see what happens, but I, I, I'm a fan of BKFC. I think this weekend's got a good event. Joe diesel Riggs in the co-main event. <coughs> He's never had a boring fight. So, uh, you know, I, I like what they're doing, but mm. you know, the real highlight of this weekend, you know, that's the appetizer, but we do get a UFC pay-per-view. Although one of the weaker cards um, in pay-per-view history, I want to say, um, I know they had some late additions, which added some to it, but you know, 
uh, uh, I hate to come off negative, but I'm not huge about the main event on this card and, and just honestly the fight card in in general, but uh, you know, it is a pay-per-view. It is Nate Diaz, which is awesome. And it's Chimaev, two guys who I like to watch fight, but not really all that interested in watching them fight each other. So we're gonna have to kind of see how that unfolds. Yeah. It's um, I mean, I guess we should just might as well start off with that fight. Right. I mean, you want to work our way from no, let's go from event. the bottom. Let's go to the bottom and work our way up because you know there's some some action. Uh, yeah. Opening bout of the night, light heavyweight bout, Ian Kutalaba, uh, Johnny Walker, two guys who are going to go out there and probably not get to the 15 minute mark. Uh, two guys who have been knocked out. Two guys who kind of had their uh, hype trains derailed a little mm-hmm. bit. I would say, um, but a exciting fight. Uh, would have been a perfect uh, headliner for the prelims in a perfect world. Um, mm-hmm. Who do I? Who do you pick here? I mean, you got two guys who are basically just going to swing for the fence. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kuntalaba. I think he's got a little bit better chin. Uh, mm. I know he had the Ankulev, uh what trilogy or you know they ended up fighting twice, but they had it booked three or four times. I think um, Johnny Walker just doesn't seem to really be able to take much of a punch. And um, in general, yeah. So. Ever, ever since he hurt himself when he celebrated when he was on his rise, I feel like that time off, and then he came back after that, which was <clears throat> a really dumb way to hurt himself. Yeah. Um, but I, it just seems like ever since that, he just he he didn't go where we all thought we were going to go. So you know what? I mean, uh, this is the one that, that before we started recording, this was the fight that I said I didn't get to really finish doing my homework on. But I think I'm just going to side with you here and pick. Uh, Kutalaba. I mean, they only give you the odds for. Oh, do they give you the? Yeah, they do give you the win by odds. This is on UFC.com, folks, on the event page. Um, oh, they don't. They really don't. They have it there, but it's not on there. Oh, by Kate. So they have this is like voting, I guess. People that think who, who wins by what. Um, I mean, so I, it, I, it's it looks fairly, fairly even. Yeah. If you add up the numbers, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. They got some odds up there, right? Is there? Is that the next? That's next fight. Just oh, yeah. This, this is their their odds. They have um, Kutalaba at a two to one favorite. Yeah, yeah. Walker at a one and a half or so underdog. Yeah, I mean, I, I think those are good odds. Um, and I, so I, I, think, I guess we'll say we're both going with Kutalaba by what knockout, right? Yeah, I'm going by knockout. Uh, yeah, or TKO. I don't yeah. think. It, I don't know if anybody goes out cold, but uh, yeah. I mean, it depends who's reffing. I, I just got to write it down so I can put my picks in the newsletter. Uh, all right. Uh, the ladies. This one I did get to do my homework on. So Macy Chazan versus Irene Aldana. Um, Mexico. Mexico. Uh, covered her when she she had some fights in Invicta, uh, out in Las Vegas, actually. Um, been a fan of hers for a while. She, uh, I'm gonna pick her to win. Um, I don't know if it's a great matchup for her. She potentially could get wrestled down. Um, but when you look at uh, who who they fought, who they beat, um, it, it what the heck? I'm trying to uh, you actually, I mean, technical. not for nothing. It's it's uh it's kind of what I wrote in my notes here. When you look at the quality of opponents, but the list of the quality of opponents from both of them, I think Aldana has definitely has the tougher has fought the tougher. Yeah, they both got losses to Pennington, but um, Aldana was on a nice roll. Uh, went over Mello, huge knockout over Caitlin Vieira. Um, and then they put her in the, that main event against Holly Holm, and she got Holly Holmed, uh, you know, to a decision. Mm-hmm. 
Holly Holm, yeah, and, you know, and then and then she came back with a uh, with a first round TK over uh, Kuniskaya, uh, which is a, which is a nice win. So yeah, I mean, I just think I think she, but but stylistically, uh, Chaseon's a, a strong yeah. strong woman. So um, if she's able to get the fight down to the ground, I think if it stays on the feet, I think Aldana uh, picks her apart. Mm. Um, it's a woman's fight. No, no offense, but I'm not going to take a finish then. So I will take Aldana by a decision, uh, maybe two rounds to one. Maybe she gets taken down somewhere in the middle of the fight and then, uh, and then rebounds and keeps it on the feet later in the, in the third round and picks up another round. So, um, that's what I'm going to go with. I have no idea what the odds say. Um, uh, looks like they have, she's minus 175. Aldana, the favorite. There you go. So. Another close, close odds, close fight for the first two two bouts. You know, basically one and a half favorites to you know one and a half underdog, which is uh, essentially a coin flip. So, um, yeah, I don't know where these stats on the UFC website come from as far as like this percent. I guess, I guess it's their past wins, and and so she's she's got more wins by knockout, which is what I saw in my homework too. So I actually I, I'm with you. I'm picking her Aldana to win, but I actually think she can finish her. Number four versus ten. So yeah, so an Aldana win puts her right in the driver's seat too at mm-hmm. one thirty-five because there's kind of a little bit of there's a lag there. There's you know Juliana Pena uh, and and in uh, the Champ Nunes, but uh, there's really not any names that are. If she does get a finish win, I think she gets the next title shot. If mm-hmm. if she wins a boring fight, I think they might they might force her into another bout. But um, and maybe maybe uh, Nunes does something else up at one forty five, or you know even a Pena trilogy at that point um, to kill the time. But a big finish by Aldana, I think UFC probably on a pay per view event, yeah, probably give her give her the the, the title fight in, in the near future. For sure, one of the least... late added fights, a catch, catchweight bout. Yeah, and and I don't know how to let me look at the odds of this. They still have Kevin Holland as a favorite. Which is where I'm leaning with my my pick too, because um, he's he's he seems to always uh, surprise me when I when I think something else of him. So I'm not going to pick against him this time. I got him picked to win. Yeah, Daniel Rodriguez, Kevin Holland, <laughs> catchweight bout. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm actually going to go with Rodriguez. So this will uh, this will change up uh, mm. our uh, our picks right here. Um, I just think that Holland's a little bit out of control. Actually, I know he's out of control. I, it's not even a little bit. He's a lot out of control, and I know it. So um, <laughs> I just, you know, he, he had a battle with uh, Cowboy Oliveira, mm-hmm. um, which he had, for a second it wasn't looking great. Um, you know, he had the, the finish of Tim Means, which mm. is a nice win. Um, oh, well, here, before up. you commit to that, uh, Kevin Nicholson, I follow, we, he follows the podcast, follows uh, us on Twitter. Um, and he's a, he's, he does a lot of like physical therapy tweets and observation. I think he does a newsletter too. And he's given us some stats here that Daniel Rodriguez is coming off a second, two hand surgeries for the same tendon injury. So that might affect his output. Um, yeah, that's some yeah, that's nice right there. Yeah. I don't know then that, I mean, what are the odds saying? Where I, I don't know how accurate our odds are either. So don't take this to the, I mean, they're, they're as of today, odds always change right up until night of, but yeah. And we're recording on Wednesday, so they have him as a plus one sixty five underdog, Rodriguez. Yeah, no, the, the hand injury thing is is definitely an issue. <laughs> Do you need me to bring it back up on the screen? No, or? I'm reading it on the on the comments. I'm just trying. Okay. So, if uh, Kevin, if you're listening, has he had two hand surgeries since his last fight, or has he had two hand surgeries um, in his career? I guess would be my question. 
Because if it's coming off of his last fight, then yeah, it, that that changes things. Because mm. you know, you could have a one-handed fighter in there, not knowing uh, how it's going to react when when the. For the audio listeners, this is coming off of the live stream Kevin Nicholson's posting on the YouTube channel. But uh, while we wait for him to answer, we can move forward. Um, the um, I, I told you, two, I got, there I, it is. Two two cents. The last fight that changes things. Then I, I will, pro- I, you know, I'll go with uh, Holland. Then I had kind of a coin flip before, mm. but when you have somebody who's had that uh, that going on, uh, I, there's I wouldn't put money on anybody or bet on anybody coming off of two surgeries. Um, in a row because that the first one didn't correct it. There's something mm. there's something bad going on in there. So it looks like we're so far we're all on the so we're on the same page with our picks. Co-main event with uh, Li Jingliang and Tony Ferguson. Ah, this was this was a rough one for me to make notes on. I'll let you go first before I get into. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the leech. Um, mm-hmm. Ferguson's been a fun guy to watch for a long, long time. I just think that his, uh, I just. It's the Gagey fight, man. We talked about it going into the week of that fight. Yeah. That you, you guys like that, fights like that can uh, can change a person. You know, it changes who they are. It changes how they can fight. Changes what they're capable of. And I, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I, I think that the Leech has been more active. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't won all of his fights, uh, but he just kind of got dominated by Chimaev. Um, and, you know, wrestled, carried around the ring, kind of embarrassed. But I just think he's too durable. I know historically Ferguson's been durable, but I just think he gets hit with something, does a little bit of a chicken dance, and then yeah. maybe ends up getting beat up on the ground um, pretty brutally. Um, Three-round fight, I will go decision out of respect for both fighters. Five-round mm-hmm. fight, I would think I think Ferguson gets finished, but we're not doing that. So uh, I think three-round <laughs> fight, um, yeah, I'm going to go with, the, the leech uh, by uh, by decision win pretty dominating. So I put in my notes that I wanted to see the odds before I actual pick pick made a pick. Let me look at these odds, and and of course they're not on here. And this was uh, I was I was writing this up this afternoon, and and for some reason the UFC website hasn't posted their DraftKings odds. So I'm sure if you looked on the on the, your whatever sports book or on any app, the odds are up there. So it's still hard for me to make a pick. The only thing I have to say that I have in my notes is that. I'm not ready to count Tony Ferguson out just yet. I mean, he's got a slight reach advantage here. I know uh, the leech has the power to put him away. I agree with you. You know I agree with you 100% on um, the Gaethje effect and getting knocked out more so after the fact, um, especially with the Chandler finish. But he was winning that fight against Chandler until that foot hit his chin. So, I, I mean, I think he had that first round. I mean, he it'll be... I thought we were seeing the Ferguson of old come back until that kick came and interrupted the whole thing. Um, he looks That's like fair. he's a good. <clears throat> yeah, he looks like he's a good spirits this week. So I'm not going to count Tony Ferguson out just yet. So when I do look up the odds after this, I will probably wind up going with Tony Ferguson by decision if I'm going to do like a you know prop bet. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing, though. Like, I I don't necessarily think he's going to look terrible. Mm -hmm. I just think that there comes he just gets hit and all of a sudden it's like a switch changes. And and you all of a sudden are that guy who went through those wars and has fought. I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to eat my words, too, because, I mean, not for nothing. How how many fights as of late have we seen these 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 uh, staples of the UFC hang up their gloves or walk away? You know, Luke Rockhold. uh, 
you know, I mean, I mean this, the, the whole we're going to move on to the main event. I mean, it's this is almost it's like they're setting it up for Nate Diaz to just walk out of here. Doesn't look like any contract renewals in sight based on recent news. So Hamza Chemaev versus Nate Diaz. Um, apparently, this is uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I want I would like Nate Diaz to win. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, um, <laughs> he's plus seven hundred underdog, which is yeah, kind of insulting. I, I I think it's a terrible fight. I didn't like this fight when it was initially like a mid card fight for like fight week when mm-hmm. it was kind of first rumored. Um, I think it's an insult to Nate Diaz. I think it's a disrespectful from the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he and obviously he knows that his comments today were that he basically didn't even train. Go ahead, beat me. I just need to get the hell out of here. Mm. Um, essentially, stuff like that. Uh, probably even more colorful language, but um, I just I. And, and, it's I just yeah. it bugs me. It bugs <laughs> me that they do this to guys that have been like loyal mm-hmm. business people. Now, obviously, Diaz they have their ups and downs as far as like you know where they are publicly, but. They always show up to fight. They never. They never. I when mean, they do, you they, know, that's, they, the company's built on the blood, sweat, and bones of, of these guys. Guys like Nate Diaz and his brother, you know. And um, it's almost like, like, like it's like, okay, you want, you want, we're gonna let you go, but we're gonna let you go in the worst way possible by putting you against. But the obviously, if you if you know anything about the Diaz brothers, I mean. You know, I think people, especially the current new UFC fan, they're forgetting that these fucking guys they they, they don't come to fuck around either. You know, like it's that the, they're not going to just lay down for anybody. So let's let's not act like Nate Diaz hasn't you know been dragged for a few rounds and pulled something out you know towards the end that that makes you question the the. I mean, he even said in his ESPN interview with Brett Alcamoto, he's like the guy. He's talking about Kamar Usman got knocked out by a guy that I that I I, I he said I whipped his ass, but you know he 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 hurt him in the final rounds, but he went the distance and kind of you know did, he did better than Usman did. I mean Usman did not get didn't get knocked out, so let's not sleep on the durability of Nate Diaz. I mean, I would like Nate Diaz. Excuse me. I, I would like I would like him to win. I'd love it if he won, and this was his fight, and he. He gave the fingers up to the UFC and said, "Hey, come watch my real fight promotions and wherever that's going to air." But um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, to quote Kevin Holland when they asked him about the main event on paper, it's uh, Chamayev's fight to win. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, you're taking a guy who has put up some of the best fights, um, you know, one of the, some of the most exciting pay per views in the history of the sport, mm-hmm. um. And I'm not going to say, I, 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 I mean, I, I like the Diaz brothers. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and act like I've been some Homer for them over the years mm-hmm. uh, because it's not true. Yeah. Um, I haven't always rooted for them in their fights. Um, I, but you know, but I, lately I have, uh, because I like the older generation of these guys mm-hmm. and they just keep coming to fight. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, they're not out there, you know, and that's the thing with that kind of concerns me about this fight a little bit is because there's really no tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He doesn't. There's no title fight at the end of this. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, So while I think he's going to show up, and when he's there, I think he's going to go in there, Adia's ready yeah. to fight. I just go and you're putting him against the number one prospect 
in the history of this sport mm-hmm. or not in the history of the sport currently in the sport. Yeah. Um, the, the number one prospect, an undefeated fighter who mm-hmm. a lot of people thought should already be fighting for the title um, against a guy who's won one fight in, you know, five, five years. Mm. So it's, I, I just think that that's kind of, uh, you know, weird um, or just disrespectful. I, I wonder how much interest Diaz is going to keep when, he gets taken down for that second or third round in a row. If he's able to survive that long, um, is he going to get to a point where he's just going to kind of say F it and, and just, you know, knowing that there's really, there's not a title fight. There's not, I mean, he said today that the McGregor trilogy is a sure thing, mm-hmm. unless they're planning on doing something outside, unless McGregor's planning on running his contract out, which I God only knows how many fights he signed with the UFC. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure where he sees that happening at um, short of it being maybe a boxing match outside the UFC or a, or, a, or I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I just, I think that Chimeyev, I think yeah. Chimeyev beats him badly and I mm-hmm. actually think he finishes him. I think the referee probably has to stop the fight. Yes. I mean, um, just second, to... second, early third round is kind of where I'm, I'm pinpointing. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a doctor stop is coming for this reason that Kevin Nicholson just put it on, on our comments here. Diaz has so much, Facial scar tissue. I think he starts bleeding on the walk to the cage. I mean, he's joking about the walk to the cage, but I mean, we've already seen him. I mean, look look at when he fought for the BMF title in the Garden. That fight got stopped because of, of a very bad cut over his eye. And the other thing about that ESPN interview with Brett Akamoto, it looks like he has some very fresh scar tissue over his left eye, right here above the brow. That I feel like if he's gonna, if that opens up and it drips into his eye. It's gonna get stopped. I mean, I mean, and you want it to get I mean, you, these guys. It is. It is Las Vegas, though. Yeah. So if he's ever gonna get any rope with a with a cut mm. in New York, this fight would be over in thirty five seconds. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, or, or, right, or, right. or as Kevin says, you yeah, know, yeah. probably the minute the bell rings because it'll already be yeah, gushing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, 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 you know, but Diaz is there. I think his best chance to win. Well, see, we saw we saw Chimaev get hit by Burns. You know, but yeah. I just feel like. I feel like Burns is just such more of a complete current prime fighter. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, it bugs me. We're not seeing Diaz versus Ferguson. Yeah. Like that's a fun fight. That should have been the farewell fight really for both of them. You know, it, it, you know, and, I mean, and, I, I kind of, I wouldn't know. I would not have minded just for the entertainment value. A Diaz McGregor three trilogy. That too. Like that I'm just talking about who's on this card for them the all fact, financially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just overall, but, yeah. but the UFC couldn't risk that because if he beats McGregor, then he's a money King going to <laughs> somewhere yeah. else. Wherever. You know? yeah, yeah, this yeah. fight's like, uh, I mean, how many, how many pair, how many paper, I don't even know. You're not, it's not necessarily your thing, but how many pay-per-view views, you know, if an average UFC day gets, you know, 350,000, and a McGregor one's getting one point four million. Mm-hmm. How much does this get with this card? I, I mean, the you, tickets you, right uh, now are are there's you can buy there's a million tickets available. Yeah, yeah. You never know, man. I mean, I always go by like like how how um like again Jacob's quote about the UFC stand. When I see them buzzing about stuff on Twitter, for the I I see high numbers coming out of that because that's the the current mind of the the like you know new the twenty twenty two UFC fan. Um, I look at Craig Sage kind of. I mean, if he does keep fighting, uh, he says Nate should go to B. He probably would do well in BKFC, but then again, he gets cut easy. So he gets cut easy, yeah. but BKFC lets the cuts go. Um, yeah. you know, it, it BKFC, uh, you know, 
I, I don't, I, I feel like Nate just needs to, I, I, I guess, but I think he's going to get mm. the Jake Paul. I mean, assuming that, mm. I, well, although now we I, got Jake <laughs> Paul and uh, Anderson Silva. So Diaz might be, you know, what ended up happening is he'll end up fighting back with the UFC and we'll see him fight McGregor and, and they'll act like none of this ever. Yeah. Happened. It'll you be know? like a, like a Mayweather McGregor thing. I could see, I could definitely see that happening down the road, but I mean, I guess we're officially, we're going both, we're both going to here, right? By uh stoppage, some sort of stoppage. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I, I'm going by, like I said, late second, early yeah. uh, third round. If Diaz, you know, there's, I, you know, there's always been this talk about what <laughs> if a fighter goes in there and just throws in the towel to mm-hmm. basically give a big F you to the UFC. It's happened in boxing. Yeah. Um, never, you know, uh, never happened in the UFC where it was an intentional other than early tournament days with Hoyce Gracie and something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't see that happening, but it also wouldn't shock me if we saw something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, th- I, th- I don't think he can just throw in the towel from the bell. I think that would open up lawsuits, but I, that's where I wonder, like, does he just go out there? Does he just get taken down once? And does he just tap out? Oh, like, like you, big... you, think, you think he's going to do a Jeff Jarrett versus Hulk Hogan and whatever. More WCW? like that because, because <laughs> he can't, he can't, I don't think he can not fight. I think if you don't mm-hmm. fight, I think the suspensions and everything. Yeah, once that oh, fight course. Yeah, start, yeah. Once that fight starts and he gets taken down, I think at any point he can basically give up at that point. And mm. I mean, he could flick off the cameras, tap out, and walk out of that ring, not say a word to anybody. And I think yeah. they have to pay him everything, and he gets to move on. But yeah. uh, I don't know if that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm not going because if yeah, that yeah. happened, I don't know what my reaction would be. I mean, we'll, I we'll see. If... We'll have to see on Saturday. But I mean, um. I I I would like the underdog to win. I mean, oh god, please! Yeah. If he finished Chimaev, if he choked him out with a triangle, or yeah. if he knocked him out with a slap combination, you know, put him down, how, uh, it would be the most glorious moment. In I'll the last, throw myself right you know, out the ten window years of the sport. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. um, but but I, I mean, I can't. I, I'm just curious if they give him a mic, win or lose. I'm curious what they allow him to say. What, how, you know, what he'll get, he'll get bleeped or muted. You know how they fucking do. I mean, yeah. I wonder, if they give him, always... I wonder if they'll even give him a mic or if they're just yeah. going to cut the pay-per-view off and go, you know, start running their, their closing. Yeah. Closing well, who knows? It's, it's, you know, it's all handled by Disney and ESPN now. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, but, um, Hey, uh, it's something to look forward to this weekend, right? And I mean, I'm glad that uh, we got back together. Uh, I have to, uh, if you don't mind uh, wrapping us up, Matt. I gotta, I gotta uh, get back to this. Uh, I'm gotcha. I have to speak to a, another fighter. Another so, fighter. Always yeah. busy, Ed. So. Uh... <laughs> Fans can check out the show at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbizal on Twitter, Carbeerzal on Instagram, and Old Head Carb on Twitch. And as mentioned earlier, you can always catch our podcast at allaccessmma.com. Check out allaccessmma.com for our video podcast, MMA news, and MMA stories. Ed, pay per view, BKFC. Uh, LFA on Friday. There's a bunch of fights. Uh, world is good. My house is in 110 degrees and hopefully it isn't next weekend either or next week for our show. So, uh, appreciate the comments from Kevin and, and Craig this week. Um, appreciate the listens and, uh, 
look forward to talking to you this weekend, Ed. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're both jumping out our windows uh, sometime. On, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, for for you, it'd be yeah. it'd be Sunday morning. For me, it'd be late Saturday night. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope Diaz could pull. <laughs> I would love it if he did. All awesome. right, guys, have a great night. Thanks for listening, everyone.